Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast, episode number 42. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week we are going to be talking about Daredevil Season 2, the Netflix show. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel's, yeah, I guess it's Marvel's. Marvel's Daredevil. Daredevil, yeah. On Netflix. Okay, so, um, yeah, we um, did an episode on Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, this first season. And the first season of Daredevil, which was the first show that they did of these Netflix shows, mm-hmm. um, was on before we were doing yeah. the podcast. Like, so. just before, too. Like, like a few so months. So, hence why yeah. we, we didn't get a chance to really do that one. So, But we figured, well, since we did Jessica Jones, yeah. we should probably continue on and so uh, we'll do Daredevil season two. Um, we'll, presumably, anyone who's watched season two probably saw season one as well. Yeah. Um, so you know we may make references to things from season one yeah. that are relevant to the current topic, but um, we're not going to get too deeply into it because that was last year. Yeah. Um, so same sort of thing with uh, with Jessica Jones, uh, being that this is a thirteen episode series. Um, there'll be sort of mo- moderate spoilers, I guess, sort of throughout. Yeah, just because you're talking about different aspects mm-hmm. of the show. Um, major spoilers, like for like say the end of the season, we'll do at the end yeah. as usual. Um, so I'll let I'll, I'll men- we'll mention when we're getting into that. Um, that'll probably mostly just be like if we're talking about the end of the season, kind of, yeah. because that's when all the really big kind of yeah. twisty yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. happens. Last, last couple episodes. Uh, but um, apart from that, um, of course, there will be, you know, mild to moderate spoilers throughout just because, you know, but it's hopefully it'll be nothing sort of uh, that ruins anything, really. It's yeah. just It's just incidental things that we'll have to mention, obviously, because we're talking about... I mean, the show. anybody that's, like, that into the show probably seen this already. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and again, yeah. same kind of thing. As with as with the discussion on Jessica Jones, it's this is really geared more towards people that have seen it yeah. and will be able to know kind of what we're talking about. Um, but if you haven't seen it and you're just sort of interested, uh, we won't sort of spoil anything yeah. too deeply until the very end. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely more geared towards if you've seen it. Yeah. If I mean, if you like season one, you'll probably like season two. I can't, I, you know, I can't. There's not, I don't think there's anything in season two that's yeah w- would detract somebody who who really enjoyed season one of Daredevil uh, all that much. Um, no, I mean, um, yeah, there are things. I mean, it was great. I liked it a lot overall, and there are things that I thought were even better than the first season, and there were things that mm-hmm. um, were different that I didn't necessarily like the way they were done. You know, um, but that's. That's the way it is. Yeah. Otherwise, there wouldn't really be anything to talk about. Um, if it was just all perfect, there wouldn't really be anything well, to talk about. It would just be like, it was great. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. so, you know. Um, um, so it's main cast re- returns. 
Yeah. Uh, so I actually have um, because when we did Jessica Jones, we kind of structured it around kind of talking about like the characters and kind yeah, of where yeah, yeah. where they sort of go. Um, so I kind of well, did... I th- it's also I think it's a good way of talking about the the series without um, getting too caught up in like minutia of well, well, it, the, all the little plot details, plot points, yeah. and it's also a very good way of not actually spoiling too much. Yeah. Um, um, because uh, you know, by talking more about the character stuff than so, the actual like heavy story stuff. Yeah. So I made a list of like the main cast of the season, um, and then like a couple. I just made some notes of like a couple of the small smaller characters that I thought Guess would be interested stuff, yeah. to comment upon, or that I had something to say about. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as a normal thing, um, this this was released like March. 2016, so about yeah. about about a, a month, month ago. Yeah. Um, By the time you hear this, it'll be about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. about about a month ago. Um, so again, it's one of these more recent sort of things that we we're talking about. Like last week, we talked about the Batman v Superman movie, mm-hmm. um, and then now, um, yeah, Daredevil. So we're going from DC back over to Marvel here, I guess. Yeah, uh, which is sort of funny. Uh, I swear we don't always just talk about conflicts. No, no, no. It's just it just happened it to just work happened. out that it, way. Both yeah, those yeah. things came out this yeah. month. So. Well, we, we just did a top five. Had no comic book characters. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to think. No. Our, our next top five also probably have no comic book characters in it. Um, no. Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, that's we're doing the the underrated. The underrated one next, yeah, which yeah. I mean, unless there's a not a lot, not a lot of underrated comic movies. No, like I mean it's usually pretty straightforward. <laughs> Either they're good or they're not good. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most. Um, All right. So, um, any just general opening thoughts on this or? Um, the uh, overall, I, I like this season a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Having it broken down, this season is definitely broken down uh, a lot more into uh, some like kind of a uh, number of like s- segmented individual storylines in the first one. Yeah. Like, the first one was kind of just a thirteen episode storyline with a, a little bit here and a little bit here. Right. This one is definitely like like we got about four episodes of this, yeah. we got about four episodes of this, and well, they, they, they start to cross. So they start to intertwine and cross right. over. Um, it's true. Uh, but, uh, which is, I, I think, you know, if you, I like, I liked it because it allowed them to just really concentrate on, you know, like, you, you didn't have to wait, like, oh, they didn't even touch on that storyline thing in this episode, you know, damn it, I was hoping to wait, like, no, you just kind of, you, you're getting it all in one go, um, but, uh, so it's a little bit different that way from the first season, um, but yeah. overall, Agreed. uh, I, I, yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing really, you know, bad to say about the season as a, as a whole. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, watched it quite quickly. Took about a week and a half to burn through it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I started a little bit slow because I was busy with some other stuff, and then um, I had uh, some days off, and I think I did like seven or eight in in one. One fell swoop. Nice. Not not like back to back, but like throughout sort of a couple of days. You know, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sort of a twenty four hour period, as it were, <laughs> um, with some sleep in between. Um. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess first up we got um Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. So yeah. Well, he's our he, main he, hero. Like, so the, the, the three main characters are back this season. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, what did you think of? 
him and well, they, anything different about well, they, this season they made versus some, the first. They made some changes to his costume, uh, yep. some subtle changes, which I think uh, definitely improved it. Yep. I didn't dislike it, but you, you kind of didn't need to see a lot of it at the end of last ep- last season. No. Uh, but there was it, mostly the, 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 there was the some episode. certain aspects to the face mask that felt a little, um, just looked a little off. And they, they definitely did some fine-tuning that. And yep. I think the, I think the costume looks really good this year. Agreed. 100%. Um, that's, that's great. Uh, and uh, Charlie Cox is, I mean, he's so good as that role of uh, yeah. uh, playing Matt Murdock. Yeah. Um, uh, I liked, yeah, I, I just really liked... Uh, it's funny, I was watching like some interviews and stuff with like the main, um, some of the main cast and that, mm-hmm. um, after like on YouTube and stuff like that, because, you know, I do that sometimes. And uh, I had actually forgotten, I knew last year when he was on, on the first season, obviously, but um, I'd forgotten since then, and then watched this whole this whole season, yeah. having completely forgotten that Charlie Cox is British. Oh, <laughs> and I was watching the interviews, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Man, his American accent is really good as Matt Murdock." Oh yeah, because I find that um, a lot of times, like the telltale thing, uh, when um, people, you know, especially British, obviously, when they do American characters. It's like the telltale thing is they their accent is too generic. Oh yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. they don't sound like they're they, from anywhere. All they do is they just kind of flatten all those yeah. like um, those more extreme kind of mm-hmm. uh, um, accents. Yeah. A- they all sort of they sort of sound like they're from like the northwest somewhere, yeah, like, but nowhere yeah, specific. Like, like yeah. the more sort of like uh, the more distinct accent yeah. aspects that. Like say like British accents and yeah. stuff like that have none of them are they, clearly they like just kind Texas of they just sort of flatten New York them all or down like that yeah so that they kind of try to cover that but like they don't they just sound very like generically American yeah and that's uh, what's the same with like Superman same thing there and that's often the telltale thing and and uh, I I don't really find much of that with I mean I'm not saying I can't I I don't know where he is supposed to be from but I just sound I just feel like it sounds more natural yeah. yeah, yeah. Than a lot of these I mean, ones. I uh, mean, the the funny thing is, is he's like, uh, I mean, all all three of the main characters are like born and bred, like in the in the show, uh, like New Yorkers for life. Yeah, no trace of a New York accent. Well, but, any of them. but New York is a big place, and they have it has a lot of variety of it, true dialect. True, but, t- true, but evidently Devil's Kitchen is a Hell's Kitchen. A Hell's Kitchen. Is a accent is the only accentless part of New York, where there's no trace of any kind of New York accent at all. Well, I even, don't know. I'm not really. I'm not the, an expert, so I. Well, it it just you you people from I mean different parts of the country just have. I mean, often you don't hear your own accent because you yeah. you hear it all the time. You know, um, but there's definitely um, more. There's a difference between more sort of. Um, I mean, yeah, they're clearly not like, like more, Bronx, like or, softer accents, you know, or like yeah. more extreme accents. But but as 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 sort of um, you know, they're 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 not like oh, they moved to New York, so that's why they don't really have a New yeah, York I, accent. Yeah, I understand accent. what you're yeah, saying, yeah. but I'm just uh, my yeah. point is just that I'm sure that that's the case for many people there. Yeah, because uh, different neighborhoods, but it's, you know, everybody from New York in this show has no accent. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> it's it's uh, but that's just TV, right? That you know. Um, uh, that that's just always the case in television. Rarely do, um, unless it's very specific to the show. Rarely do people have uh, the 
I don't know because local accents because like Friends took place in New York. None of those people had a New York accent, yeah, really. But, you know, but like, when I think about it, like a lot of actors and stuff are are from New York. Yeah, and but you play out unless right. they're unless they're mm-hmm. like known for like being particularly mm-hmm. like like oh this this person's very like Brooklyn or very yeah. whatever. Like yeah. people who are just from like regular just like Manhattan or whatever, yeah. like don't really have a strong accent, really. Like there's it's not necessarily an accent, but it's a there's like slang and words and that kind of stuff that get used by people who you know but it's tv you know it's usually when they use an accent like they're gonna use a brooklyn accent it's more like i feel like to really indicate this guy is from brooklyn i feel like unlike the rest of the people yeah i I just feel like you're reading too much too much into something that's very it's just one of those like oh it's interesting that that they didn't make any attempt to do that like at all yeah um uh you know, considering, like, how much New York plays such a... Like, being from New York is very important to a lot of the characters in the show. And, and New York itself is, you know... A, I wouldn't say, you know, New York is a character in the show, but the the feeling of being in New York is... Um, yeah. And, and specifically, you know, uh, uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, the um, MCU's Hell Ki- Hell's Kitchen, which yeah, apparently yeah. is, like, the worst place. <laughs> yeah. Which is ironic. Yeah. Um... um but uh, but no, I think uh, I think I think he had a good. Uh, I, I think uh, Daredevil had a, or, or Matt had a good. Uh, story yeah, I, this I think season. it was really interesting because he got to be, he got to sort of um, be pushed in some directions that he hadn't been able to go yet, and sort of. Um, well, he was sort of still finding himself in that first season. Yeah, and so this was the season where he got to really wrestle with but, like, what am I doing? Yeah, now that I've committed to this, right. That's How am saying. I going to resolve yeah. this? And it's the and and he has to deal with a yeah, lot of things. The balance of real life versus superhero life, and how do I not let one, you know, it, you know? Well, and also making hard choices where yeah. there are times where like the thing that would be, he's definitely learned that lesson that when you're trying to be this like hero, um, that's you know, protecting things and stuff like that, that, um, sometimes that results in a large sacrifice of your own, your own life. Yeah. Like your own happiness in your own life to take that responsibility Mm -hmm. on. And he's definitely had to deal with that a lot more this year, this season. Oh yeah. In the first season, it was just kind of like, well, I have the ability to do this Mm -hmm. and it's what I want to do. So I'm just going to do it. And I mean, the only time that really delved into it really being a big problem is like maybe when Foggy found out yeah. that he was Daredevil in the first season, and I'm really glad they that did that strained, the first that strained their. That was one of those things. I was really glad that they did that season. Yeah, they well, didn't draw that. It's out. hilarious that that of like his close circle of like people that knew him, Foggy was kind of like the one to find out. Yeah. that he was Daredevil because in the comics. Foggy was like the last to find yeah. out. Yeah. Like Foggy, like he 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 found out many many oh. years into like Foggy found out in like recent comic book yeah. history. You know, like and yeah. it, it's always been one of those things where he's never known. Yeah, um, he's always uh, been able to sort of keep mm-hmm. him out of that. Or, and so it was interesting <laughs> that they flipped it. If he did know, he he wasn't telling. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but it yeah, certainly yeah. seemed that he didn't. And yeah. and they sort of they've really strongly flipped that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that was kind of necessary because they're supposed to be like best friends almost. 
well, or, or they were. I think in and, the comics also, you have a much bigger cast and of characters. so tightly knit, yeah. So you had, he had, Matt had more people to really bounce off being, well, like, yeah. versus in this, like, it was going to be, it was either going to be Karen or Foggy, yeah. and, you know, it, you know. Um, yeah, no. It, although that that's like, a, that is sort of an interesting thing with Karen's character where, um, I mean, she more or less knows to some degree or another, but like she says a number of things that indicate that she knows that something's up, but she can't. Yeah, she has no idea though, because that's like a major, major, yeah, like story point of yeah. this season. Yeah, is the but, fact that but like drawing that to how, this season is how was... how strained. Yeah, their relationship yeah. is by the fact that she doesn't actually know what's going on yeah. with them. Yeah. But I mean she more or less knows like that something is is up with him. Of course. But she's no she, one... she's having a hard time. Yeah. You know, but she just thinks like like with, oh he's with, he's injured the, all the time, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know. He's drinking and, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Or I think well that seems to be the main thing is that she thinks he's he drinks a lot. Yeah. Everybody he, he like in this down. drinks a lot. No, no, but she thinks that like he drinks a lot, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that he yeah. like he's always like falling down and hurting himself, yeah, and stuff like yeah, that, because yeah. he's blind yeah. and all this kind of stuff. She thinks he's the worst blind person when the reality is he's the best blind um, person or the best at being right. blind. Well, anyway. on that note, then I guess the next character on the list is um, Deborah Ann Moore playing Karen Page. Yeah. So, what do you think of Karen's uh, part of this good, season? Good. Um, they definitely she had a lot more like. Um, active involvement oh, oh, yeah. in the for plot sure. line. For sure. Um, I mean, at, at certain points, like, she's the only, like, real hard-acting member of their their trio of, of the, the law firm. Like, yeah. Uh, she's definitely know, one of the most Matt's, sort of Matt's unavailable. Foggy's, like, you know, trying... Oh, you mean in terms of... In those terms. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and Karen, Karen Page is... Doing is a lot of the actual sort of grunt, doing the grunt, grunt work she's doing, of she's, the, the firm. She, she, she wants to make and sure she's not that even a lawyer. It, she's it stays in, Like an yeah. assistant. <laughs> you know, um, and I, I really like the angle where they moved her into the, like, the kind of the investigator... Yeah. Uh, uh, ...part. Well, it kind of... It, on a, in a way, it was almost kind of lame because it was like... It was almost like they realized, like, oh, we killed off Ben Urich in the first season. So it's like, oh, we killed Ben too early. And then we realized, oh, wait, we need, like, an investigator. We need a reporter uh, who will, like, look into things and tell the truth about things and stuff. So it's like, oh, well, I guess we'll, like, start – since the the law firm's falling apart, we'll start steering Karen into that direction. And it was kind of like, well – if you just had get Ben around, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just... I mean, at the same time, like I, I think, like I would, they would have had to write a whole new thing for Karen to do, yeah. or she would have just exactly. maintained a side you character, which you would have been lame. You would have uh, started to yeah. almost get into like, um, you know, uh, Kim Bauer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get start getting into Kim Bauer like, trouble. Uh, what where, do we do with this character? Just, like we have this yeah. character that has no purpose anymore. Yeah. What yeah. do we do with them? Yeah. Um. That was so that was so bad. Well, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. It, it was just a very extreme um, example. Of if, it. if anything, I felt in some ways like Foggy kind of fell into that role in this because Matt was so busy being Daredevil, Karen was so busy like being the investigator and yeah. keeping the the the, the well, thing. Foggy's flow. role was the one he was trying to keep the whole lawyer thing alive, a lawyer thing and the alive. whole like pursuing yeah. pursuing justice yeah. through like the legal means. Mm-hmm. 
above the board kind of yeah. uh, that sort of moral center. Well, this was um, definitely the season for, I mean, all three of them. Now that we we knew them, we'd introduced them all, we had gotten to know these characters, this was the season for character growth. Yeah. Matt growing into being Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Karen growing is, into being, like, a really good investigator. No. Foggy growing into being a really good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into that you know, a little bit more later. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to finish with, with talking about Karen, mm-hmm. um, what was, uh, the other thing that's interesting in this season is basically... Um, they really put her through hell this season. Like, the stuff that she has to experience and deal with Mm -hmm. is pretty horrendous. And while they had, in the first season, there was some hints to some kind of uh, slightly darker aspect of her past or whatever, which they never really kind of delved into, and and they still haven't really fully explained that or even really explained it at all. Um, They just had more allusions to it. But... but, um, but in terms of what she goes through in the course of the story, it's pretty heavy duty stuff, and she's pretty, she's pretty. Uh, I mean, the end it ends on somewhat of an up note, but yeah. overall, she's pretty yeah. thoroughly trashed yeah. by this well, season. E- and yeah. sorry, I just wanted no, to no, quickly no. finish. What was interesting about that for me is that when watching it, I was starting to sort of see a glimmer of like, okay, I can sort of see how that she could be slowly heading towards the really, really bad, dark direction that things took in the comics. That yeah, is, I was going to say. That is kind of like the most sort of famous aspect yeah, of the yeah, character. Yeah. Cause, like, because in the first season, I when I saw that, I was just like, she's too, like, strong. She's too sort of, like, um, self-willed and sort of, like, mm-hmm. um, for lack of a better term, I guess... She she was too she she had it too together in the first season like like I was just like I don't recognize this character because yeah. it felt like they just grabbed a name yeah. and applied it to a character and they're like this is just Karen Page in this yeah. universe it has nothing to do with Karen Page from the comics and because Karen Page from the comics I mean I mean it was everything was, goes bad for her she was fulfilling terribly. the same role that she fulfilled oh, originally in the comics yeah. of being like the assistant at, yeah. at Matt and Foggy's firm mm-hmm. and all that. And and of the but I mean, her story the potential it. love yeah. interest aspect. I mean that was all there, but in terms of I just didn't see that sort of very yeah. vulnerable character mm-hmm. that could then go down that path of what what she does in the comics. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. And now I mean, with, she ends up dead in the comics with everything <laughs> that she's gone through. Not until much much later. Not until later, but but, yeah. but um, with everything that she went through in this season, I'm like okay, that. A person, like a regular person, can't go through. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know the kind of. Um, it was um, in the the Kevin Smith stuff. It was in the Kevin Smith stuff it when was, she uh, died. Yeah. 90, uh, oh, it was until ninety nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. But, but uh, you have to remember. I mean, many many years would pass at a time where she wasn't in the comics, in the comics at all. Right? Yeah. Like she was only coming back every so often. Anyways, well, Daredevil. The, I mean, the, the major stuff that happened with her was like the eighties stuff. Eighties stuff. The, yeah, yeah. With, well, that was with, I mean, um, with Frank Miller. I mean, that was the like sort of the, Born the again strongest. Uh, probably some of the strongest Daredevil like in the comic stuff was like the eighties into the nineties stuff. Yeah, well, um, I mean, the Frank Miller run obviously yeah. is classic, yeah. and it's what most of this show is it's based on. Is yeah. primarily inspired by. Yeah. It has well, a very yeah, modern. A it has more of a modern kind of you know current sort of MCU kind of mm-hmm. twist to it, but uh, in terms of its basis of what it kind of follows from tonally and just kind of 
um, where it takes most of its inspirations from is mostly the Frank Miller stuff mm-hmm. from the 80s. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was my only sort of thing about that is like, I was like, okay, I was like, they're still not sort of there, which is great because we're not ready for that storyline yet. Yeah, yeah. That would be like maybe a season three or a season four even if, mm-hmm. if it really goes well. Um, so we're not ready for that yet. But now at least I can see a, a, a faint glimmer of like, okay, I can see where they could kind of be starting to head in that direction. Whereas in yeah. the first season, I was just like, it just didn't feel at all. Yeah. You know. It's it's nice that they give you a chance to like, like really give you that, her character though, which is out immediately turning into her punching. Oh, guy, I agree. You know? I, I totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying I want to see it no, go no. that way. I'm just saying that's. I'm just saying it's kind of the defining thing yeah. of what people remember the, the character. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying I'm just like, like, hey, like I'm not, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm not a sadist. Like I don't want to see characters that I like going through horrible things, but I'm just saying yeah. that's just what the character's famous for. So that's the punching bag in this. Uh, literally, well, figuratively literally, and literally. Literal. Yeah, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit more too. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so um, – Next on the list here would be um, Eldon Henson as Foggy Nelson. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about Foggy already. Um, I thought he was great this season. Like you mm-hmm. say, like you said, he doesn't really have a lot to actively do. Mm-hmm. Like he's very kind of, he's more of a bystander well, uh, in terms of plot wise. Yes, but he's also sort of the, he's sort of the, uh, a bit of the, he is there sort of like uh, like a homing point yeah. for the characters yeah. throughout the throughout the season. He's he's a he's like a he's a very strong sort of center mm-hmm. that things kind of happen around, mm-hmm. but but he doesn't really have a lot of yeah. physical. I mean, there's a couple. Well, of exceptions. He, all, all his, he's the courtroom guy. There's a couple of exceptions, season. like there's the thing where he goes to see like the biker gang, oh. <laughs> and, it, and it shows <laughs> that is like how amazing how like how much guts and like yeah. you know how how brave he really is yeah. in, in his own way. That was an um, amazing uh, like like that whole scene where he yeah. confronts the, the bikers for something I forgot for that guy. Something that I totally went right over my head that I didn't realize until I was reading some stuff about it afterwards was uh, a nice little MCU connection here. That biker gang is actually was actually introduced in Agents of Shield first. Oh, it's the huh. biker gang that um, in the episode when Lorelai came from from Asgard. Oh, and it's the biker gang yeah. that she takes over with her powers. Oh, jeez, it's wow, that yeah. biker. Gang. It's like the whatever it is, uh, dogs of dogs hell, of hell or whatever. Dogs it was. of hell, yeah, yeah, and like they're they're like a totally fictional biker gang that was created specifically for the MCU. The MCU, oh, that, and then they used it here. So there's a little connection there because yeah. you don't get very many of them, other than the occasional references to yeah. like you know the incident that happened in New York and stuff like that from yeah, yeah, from, yeah. from from First Avengers. Like you don't get a lot of references in the mm-hmm. in these Netflix shows to the larger world, or, yeah. and maybe maybe a couple offhand references to the Avengers occasionally, yeah. but not much, right? Um, so it was kind of cool to have like a very subtle. Um, in a way, reference there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought he was really good this season in terms of uh, performance-wise. Oh, well, he is really great, wise. a great like actor for this role. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen that actor in other things. He's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I think he... Because that was like... like I figured like, okay, Daredevil is... He's not like an overly complex character in many ways, like Matt Murdock's character. So I, I figured they were going to nail that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, yeah. And uh, as far as, I mean, I didn't well, know. Casting it right. Casting it right. Thing. And I didn't know how, you know, Karen Page, her role, how big a role she was going to have. Yeah. But Foggy was my, uh, like, big concern. Like, 
how are they going to play? Is he going to be like just kind of like the the goofy steel friend? Well, and that's because that's where tendency, I really thought they were going to go. I feel like that's the tendency to go that way, and mm. and they recognize the fact that that yeah. would not work well, at all. And I think it helps being this being these shows aren't big on comic relief. Well, though, being so. that this is the <laughs> Netflix version of the show, if this had just been like the same like on on like ABC with with yeah. with Agents of Shield, Matt. They may have a bit gone that way a bit more. Yeah, maybe. Because the Netflix show not big on laughs a lot of the time. Uh, that's the kind of laughs you often feel good about laughing about anyway. Uh, and and so they were able to keep that away. Yeah, I mean, just there, like, there's We're humor, not just going to make this the, oh, the fat, jolly sidekick no. to... And, you know, they definitely, they even played down like... That would have been the easy way. Or, yeah, that would have been know. the easy way to go. Yeah, and, and I'm glad they did. And, and really they were smart they enough to yeah. know that that was not going to work well. Um. So yeah, uh, really happy about that. Yeah. But I just felt like I agree 100 percent with you that he has a lot less like physical sort of active involvement in the plot. Like he mm. doesn't really um, impact things that much. It's he's a lot more like the character that things happen to, yeah. Um, than the character that does stuff. He but he has some really strong scenes um, in terms of. But I mean, in that, well, path, I think a lot of it is. But that's are... because it's the he. It's the type of character that he is. Yeah. He's more of like a physically passive character. Yeah. But he's very sort of passionate about mm-hmm. his belief in. In, in the law and justice and he, well, he's very the... he ethical like he's the very yeah. moral yeah. center of the characters he's the one who's far less apt to like um, compromise mm-hmm. his principles oh yeah you know oh for sure I mean it's like it's like we know that that you know there's this darker aspect to to um, to Karen's past and that you know she's willing to kind of uh, you know she seems a good person but she's sort of willing to like gaze into that darkness maybe a little yeah. bit more you know I mean, even, you just bend the rules a bit sometimes even in the first season right like when she killed uh, uh, oh, Wesley right. yeah. or whatever um, Kingpin's little sort of henchman there like our yeah. uh, main, main henchman yeah. um, which was a great character. which was I mean like obviously you know he's a bad man and yeah, he yeah. had her in a place and you know he was he was, well, it was only that was the only way out of that situation. Yeah, like it was know? a really horrible situation and stuff. So she, I mean, she did what she had to do. But just the fact that she's willing to go to that length, you know. Um, and then, of course, Matt, like he's had to sort of quest, you know, um, he's back and forth all question the, time. the compromise of like like how far he's willing to go. And it's like even even to to stop at at like oh he's you know draw the line at like he he's, he doesn't kill and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like well he he may not kill, but like man. Does he, he like he's he's pretty brutal like yeah. in terms of how he beats up bad guys like I'm sure he's probably crippled you yeah, know oh, yeah, a yeah. few of them to a certain degree to one degree or another so I mean like he certainly isn't uh, exactly he doesn't exactly have a light touch no um but you know uh, a lot of head trauma yeah so so I mean like and, and then even then like as the season goes on and and the like we're we're not gonna get too deeply into the storyline but. But I mean, like he's forced to sort of think about how much he's willing to compromise um, his his ethics and stuff uh, to sort of get done what he feels needs to get done. Well, and I think because of that, because like you said, because he's a very uh, uh, like he's almost like a moral center for the characters. Yeah. A lot of the, or not a lot of, but a, a number of the uh, key kind of like plot decisions came down to him. Yeah, he had to make the call on. 
you know, keeping the firm together mm-hmm. on what they should do with uh, uh, Frank Castle on like, like these were, these were things that like in the end, because he was uh, sort of the, 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 like you said, you know, uh, the, the cord there between the, the three main characters, um, his, kind of his decision was kind of the valuable one on those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whether the other characters followed through with it or not, it, you know, was up to them, but uh, they, they came to him with these, yeah. these, and, these, and, these problems. Uh, a lot of the season was also about him gaining, like, confidence to mm-hmm. be, like... Um, well, not always playing second chair to Matt. Yeah, like, being to, to step up, the, to step the, up yeah. and realize that he actually had a valuable yeah. uh, skill and talent. Um, in this area that no one else can really do well mm-hmm. you know no one else sort of in his circle can do and that he doesn't just kind of have to be like the sidekick yeah to matt and that he actually can can step forward and actually be better in many ways because he's more committed to that yeah, yeah you know matt's being torn in so many different directions yeah, yeah. you know and and as we see, like in this season, like half the time he's not, he doesn't show up. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. You know, yeah. because something's happened with 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 his time as Daredevil, or yeah. you know, and and Foggy kind of has to like step up and and make the the difference and make the call, as you like you said, yeah. Um, because Matt's just not there, and and initially he's kind of frightened by that because it's like he's always kind of had Matt there. They've always been partners. They've always he's always kind of relied upon that, and then to like his arc over the season is pretty much coming into that confidence to be like, no, I don't need that. I know I can do this Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm going to do what I know is right. And I'm going to do what I know I can do. Um, so that was cool. Um, yeah. And just, just definitely the way this season is ended, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with these characters next season. Yeah. I mean, assuming there's a next season, I, I, I can't see why there wouldn't be. Um, I feel like there probably will. Um, uh, what's interesting? It'd probably be the it'd probably be the last one before they push into other things well, with these characters. What's but... interesting is um, they uh, have actually there was some recent news because uh, the, the funny thing was is that they didn't when they originally did the first season they didn't know for sure that they were going to be doing a season two. Well, the, I mean, this was and an experiment were, like in it, some ways for them. And even if they were going to do a season two, they figure it would be after. All the other shows, yeah, and after they did the whole Defenders thing, yeah, um, it was so the just fact, so damn popular. The fact that it got a season two, you know, uh, commitment like right away yeah. for the next year uh, was a big thing, and of course, it also sort of complicates matters because now it's like, okay, now we got to do that and then fit that in with all the other stuff that's, and just continue on with what they're doing. Um, but recently, um, very recently, just like the other day. Um, there was an article that mentioned that they're shooting the Defender stuff like uh, around oh, the end really? of the, around the end of this year. Oh wow! So presumably, that means, like the, the 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 heroes for hire stuff, like the Iron, Iron or uh, uh, Luke, Luke Cage and Luke Cage is out this year. Yeah, and then next year we have Jessica Jones season two and and Iron, Iron Fist. Fist, and then and so presumably. At some point next year, that's when they'll do like the Defenders thing. Yeah. So yeah. if they're gonna do oh. a season three of Daredevil, come out just it'll before pro- the Defenders, or 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 they would do it the year after, maybe. Yeah. Do like a year in between. That was that'd be that's such a stretch, being that these consecutive. But that's years the thing. Like Originally, yeah. they weren't planning that they would even. Get I mean, a unless they ju- unless we just get a Jessica Jones, a Daredevil, we get we get, we get everything next year. <sighs> because I mean, the thing is, I mean, I guess you know. 
it, not a lot of character crossover between these. Yeah. You know, it's not like these characters, it's not like these, I mean, it depends obviously what the actors are busy doing. Yeah. Um, but uh, production-wise, they, they can clearly independently do, yeah, but, they, I mean, Jessica Jones... But, I mean, especially with the Defender stuff, because that's because that includes everybody. Yeah, I mean, if they're and already, also, if they're already because, filming that, that means that stuff's already written. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it was written yeah. probably before any of this, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. or at least part, oh. at least partially. Well, that'll be interesting to see if we, uh, um, how soon we get that, we get another season if we do, if we even do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there will mm-hmm. be, um, but I'm just saying it may not be next year. Yeah. Maybe the year after, or who knows? Yeah. Or maybe they'll change the point at which they bring it out and they'll do it more towards the end of the year. Yeah. That could be it too. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, so I guess that kind of, uh segues into um next character on the list is um get a new character as of a of a sort uh john bernthal as frank castle yeah aka punisher the, the punisher mm-hmm. um so uh this is a big one here in a way because punisher's been done in a couple of different times in movies or yeah. a few times in movies technically yeah. Um, and obviously, he's a very, he's a very, um, has a very long and, and, um, very, uh, heavily explored history yeah. in comics. There's many variations of um, him in terms of how he's been so, presented. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big thing. So, I mean, this is now, you know, the official MCU version. What, mm-hmm. What'd you think? Uh, I, I liked it. I thought I... I'm familiar with the actor from some other shows, yeah. and obviously I, most people know from like the Dead. early Walking the Dead early seasons. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I I did not like him in. Um, you were supposed to though, because he was he was supposed to be a character you weren't supposed to. I like. understand. Yeah, but like I hated the character more than just kind of like oh he's like a guy that you don't like. Oh no, it's like it I, was, he was a character I that you couldn't that wait till he got his. Yeah. Oh yeah, for and, sure, and, for sure. And, I, I agree and that with you made 100%. it really hard to enjoy the actors. Performance. performance or anything yeah. because I just didn't want to see him. It is at definitely all. one of those like, man, it's got to be tough to play a character that everyone hates. Like, not in the like, oh, I hate this guy because yeah. he's the bad guy. But it's like I couldn't even really like, see past the character to even say like, oh, he's good in the role he's or good something. Role, yeah, I just yeah. couldn't stand him. Yeah. Um, um, and then he he was in. Um, there's a movie um, called Fury. Yeah, I have which not is seen um, that yet. a World I, I War Two really tank based around tank warfare with uh, Brad Pitt. And um, him, uh, yeah, Joe he, he, he has he has a, a a major role in that as well. And he's definitely again kind of like the more sort of unlikable uh, yeah. of the group type of thing. He's kind of the one that you're just like, oh god, he's so. Horrible. I wonder. I wonder if he was cast that way but, because of his role in Walking Dead. But it's different. Like it's a lot more. There's more dimension uh, to him, yeah, and there's yeah. just more. Like you see more depth mm-hmm. and stuff, and. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the movie. It has some good aspects. It has some not so good aspects. It has things about it that are really um, just the kinds of things that I really don't enjoy in movies. Mm. I, um, so I have some problems with it on that note. But um, but that was where I kind of saw like, okay, at least now I can sort of see he's a good actor at least, yeah. right? Like because when he was on Walking Dead, like I couldn't even like I say I couldn't see past the character to even like I couldn't even tell whether oh. he was a good actor because I just you know. The character was so blindingly terrible. Mm. Um, so, and that at least at this point. And so then, when I when I heard about him being cast as as um, as Frank Castle, I was like, it's different, mm. but 
could be good. Could be good depending on how they approach the character. Um, I was afraid he might be too short for the role. I know you can mess with that in Hollywood a bit, but just from like my re- remembering him, like kind of how he appeared in uh, like Walking Dead, like yeah. he wasn't. Uh, he was he was like a muscly guy, but I remember him being of, of like a somewhat shorter stature. Yeah. Um, and I was afraid that like, oh, is this where we get like short Punisher? Oh no! And it t- turned out like he was fine. Like, but I he, think it, it, uh, like his height was just normal with the rest of the characters. It was right. fine, you know. Um, but uh, I mean, he's definitely he's got the face for it. He's got the like. Yeah. He he, he does like I'm not gonna smile ever face. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Here's what I liked about it. Um, well, I mean, I, I pretty much loved it. I thought he was. Oh yeah, I thought he was amazing. Um, and I had my doubts because um, I'm not a big fan of the character at all. Um, I don't. I I've read some of the stuff and liked some stuff and not liked other stuff, but I haven't read a whole ton of Punisher stuff because I've just never really been that interested in the character. Um, I tend to like traditional superheroes that are very yeah. like. Well, he's the uh, that are very unambiguously good guys. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know, he's he's very much like that's kind of almost like the original antihero. Yeah, I, I tend know. more towards that sort of thing because that's the kind of world that I would like it to be. I would yeah, like yeah. to I would like it to be a world and where your villains, are, your villains, where there are people that guys, are truly guys, good guys, yeah, that yeah. will just go out and just do yeah. the right thing all the time. So, and I know it's like almost kind of naive in a way, but the point is, is I understand it's not naive because I understand that that's not how the world actually is. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, wouldn't it be nice? Yeah. If it could be, and when you approach like comics as like sort of escapist, this is why I'm I'm, I'm generally very opposed to the sort of like uh, a lot of the kind of darker, um, uh, a lot of the darker trends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's just a lot of times I don't mind when things are dark and mm-hmm. gritty and stuff for a purpose, like where you're telling a specific story. Um, you know, like, a lot of Daredevil stories, like, a lot of the classic 80s Frank Miller Daredevil stuff c- could get pretty dark sometimes. And you, there is a lot of influence of, from that stuff in, in the show. Um, or, you know, um, I think it's when, some of the Batman stuff. When comic or, book stories go dark, but at the same time kind of lose the... Um, the fantastical element that makes them yeah. superhero yeah, stories. Yeah, it's like they're trying too hard to yeah, relate yeah. it to how the real world is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, the whole point of reading is it's like escapist, yeah. Yeah. you know, heroic fantasy. I don't need it yeah. to be similar to how the real world is. I don't want things yeah. to be as terrible in the comic book world as they are in the real world because we already have the real world for that, yeah, yeah. right? I, don't, I watch the news. I don't need to. The whole point in the comic world is to imagine, well, how could things yeah. be made better if there yeah. were people who actually had the capabilities I, I think a lot to of make that, things better. I think a lot of that drive is just to make a comics more um, identifiable. Yeah. But I, I completely... I'm just saying, for yeah. me personally, yeah. that's my preference. And right? I and I agree with Punisher. Like, um, Punisher has been... I mean, he has been done so many different ways. Yeah. Like, when Punisher is done, like... The way I like him done, I love it. Yeah. Which is very rare. Yeah. Often, I find him done very... It's like, not even that it's it's bad, it's just bland. Yeah. He's just a guy with a gun. And and it's really difficult to make him fit into that sort of very, uh, that very fantastical superhero Being a character with literally no powers in a world full of, even... I mean, Daredevil even has powers, technically, you yeah. know. Uh, it, it is it is one of those things, and it's, it's I understand how it can be tough to make yeah. a character like so, that fit. So that's my background on how I look at the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, 
Um, the the biggest thing that I feel like they've never gotten right in any sort of like adaptation wise is previously in terms of adaptations of Punisher, what I feel like they've never really been able to get quite right um, is that before they've always done sort of like say a Punisher movie. Yeah. And the problem with it is that it's always if it's a Punisher movie, it means that the Punisher is your protagonist. Yeah. And it means that you have to go along with him on his journey and you have to support his his viewpoint, his viewpoint and yeah. you have to identify directly with him and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, basically Punisher is the hero of this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the problem is is Punisher is not a hero. Well, and nor is he ever meant to be. Yeah, exactly. And then that's but, where you end up with like well, he's either, like, the hero that, like, you, you, I don't want to say mistrust, but he's, like, the hero, like, he's the protagonist that you, like, you don't necessarily agree with, but you see where he's coming from. Right. Or he's just very unpunishery. Yeah. You know. So, what I, what I liked about this, when I first heard that they were doing it, is that I was like, well, that's great. Because he's, like, a supporting character yeah. in, in, or, you know, guest character or whatever, like, I didn't know how much... How important to the storyline of oh, the season? Oh yeah, it was. He was going to be very, very lightly. So, when it was yeah. first announced, um, I didn't know if it was going to be like a one episode guest appearance or like a, the, the a, a mini arc or what. Yeah. Um, as it is, it's pretty much the whole season arc. Mm. With you know, he drops out here and there as other things become more prominent. Yeah, he's um, definitely the first arc of the of the season. He's the he's main first based, arc, yeah. and then he kind of pops up here and there. Yeah. Um. So. But but just looking at it as like okay he's like a supporting character in the Daredevil show it meant that now they don't have to do that thing exactly. of like you no. have to be following him the hundred percent of the time and you have to be right behind him and identifying with him so you can look at it as and I mean and I see it very similar to the way they play, it plays out I kind of saw him very similar to like how sort of Karen comes to see him which is that you know. She doesn't agree with what he's doing and his approach to things, but she understands yeah. where he's coming from, how he got to be like this, and and she understands how he feels. So I felt like they played it well in that he's not just like some crazy like he, they even directly address this multiple times in the course of the show, mm-hmm. where like the easy thing for most people to assume is just that he's gone completely nuts, yeah, yeah, and he's just out there blowing everybody away. With 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 his gut with the gun, and it's like no, like he's he has very he's very cognizant of what he's doing. Yeah, uh, it's all very carefully planned out, and 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 meant he he means to do everything that he does, um, but his motivations, you know, come from obviously this horrible um, damage and trauma that's been done to him. Uh-huh. Um, so. I thought it was great on that note because you don't have to – you're not forced by the fact of him being a protagonist to kind of directly identify with him and go along with him and be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, shoot him, Punisher. You know, because yeah. that gets into kind of a weird place. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can sympathize with the position that, like, if somebody was to find themselves in the kind of position that he I- – was in the, the you can understand like, trapped where, in a nightmare. Yeah, you can understand where position. he's coming from. Um, well, you can understand where he's coming from while at the same time not necessarily agreeing mm-hmm. with his approach or like with things that he does. Um, 
So that was great. I mean, it was exactly what I had hoped for in terms of that and actually more because they went – they took it further than what I thought they yeah. would. And um, it was great. Um, I loved the fact that uh, they kept him so kind of like in the background. Like they, 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 they slowly – Kind of built towards like a, there being sort of a full reveal. Like you, you, you could. It was coming. It, it was, was coming. Yeah, it was like a threat. But they almost. didn't do it like right away. Yeah. And then the first time you sort of get an extended kind of um, uh, sort of um, experience of what the character is about mm-hmm. is uh, th- there's that episode where like almost the entire episode, it's it's Daredevil, like chained to a oh yeah chained to like a wall you know thing on like a rooftop yeah and them just basically like talking for like the entire episode almost or at least of that of that, that chunk of the that episode, a yeah. that sort of a story or b story or whatever it is for that episode mm-hmm. um and and that way you got so much character stuff from for him as well as for for Derek, like for matt um and 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 how they see things and their their differences and their philosophies and um, that stuff was great. John Bernthal just killed it. Yeah. In those scenes, and all those scenes where where they, because they sort of have a reversal of that later, right? When when uh, when there's the the part where where Daredevil goes and and rescue well rescues mm-hmm. uh, Frank when he's been captured, right? And uh, and he's all hurt and stuff, and like they they kind of it kind of goes back the other way because now it's like Frank's kind of the one that's in a vulnerable position yeah. and they can, and, but they still sort of talk and they, you know, and, um, that was great. Oh, that's great. Just, I, those mm-hmm. scenes, I, I love those scenes so much. They're so good. Yeah. No, the, those, uh, some of the best, I think he got some of the best writing in this show yeah. in terms of, um, like developing that character. Yeah. And they, and they really gave it room. The stuff to, where he's in prison and talking yeah. to Car- and then like, you know, Carrie's yeah. talking to him. And they really gave it room to breathe. Like mm-hmm. they would, they would devote. It's they like, it. it's like, okay, we're just going to let, you know, they, there would be times where he would go for a long time, almost saying nothing. Yeah. And it was like, his actions would speak for him. Mm. And then when he did speak, it's like, they really made it count. Like yeah. they would let him talk for like, you know, five minutes straight. And it would just be like this great stuff, you know? Um, I, I'm glad they, they, they shied away from, and they even made a deliberate point of shying away from the very deliberate, uh, or, or lazy writing of like making it PTSD or things like that. Um, yeah. Uh, they even made a story, it's like sort of a small, small plot point about, oh, about yeah. that. Like it's, well, he specifically, uh, yeah, he like says like, you know, like, says that's, that's not, it's not fair to people with actually with PTSD. Yeah. Like, we're not going to pursue that angle when they, when they go to court. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because he's, it's one of those, like, he's fully cognizant of what he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, whether he, uh, and there's a, he definitely, it's like, he's cognizant of what he's doing. He, he's committed to what he's doing. Right. Even though part of him does realize also exactly what, how, like, how other people will observe what he's doing. absolutely. Um, which is. That is one of the things that always, and I think that's where in the comics, definitely, uh, and even in the other movies, with the good writing versus the bad writing. Like, the 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 mindless killer Punisher is always the worst Punisher. Right. The 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 Punisher that is, uh, you know, 
trying to make a an insane world sane kind of Punisher. Uh, he's just trying to put the pieces back together from a world that's like his world's torn apart, and he sees he sees that torn apart world all around him yeah. in other people's lives and other people's. He's just trying to yeah. to put it together like the only way he knows, which is through. I mean, basically declaring war on crime. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which I think is. Um, in a way, some of the the um, the best Punisher stuff is also um, I don't want to say like so much as revenge fantasy, but when it's like bad people mm-hmm. who are aren't on the superhero spectrum of getting you know like superheroes don't deal with these kind of bad people, but somebody needs to deal with these kind of bad people. Ah, Punisher! Here we go and. Um, and in this, this is, this is, they do that very much in the show, like these, the, the gangs in this, mm-hmm. uh, in, in season two, the, um, the, the Irish and, um, the biker gang that gets killed, like, like off screen. But they and, make it, but the, yeah, the, that's you know, the Mexican cartel. Yeah, the Mexican cartel, yeah. But, but the thing is, is that what's interesting it's, about it's it. It's just like Daredevil doesn't even know they exist, you know. Much as the first. The police don't do anything about it, you know. It's, somebody yeah. has to stand up to it, the, kind of thing. Where the first season was basically Daredevil Begins. Yeah. <laughs> this season is Punisher Begins. Yeah. yeah. Because, again, like, it's that thing where he doesn't actually get the identifiable Punisher... Oh, not until, like, the very kind of end. ...costume sort of look until the very end yeah, and, yeah. and whatnot. And he, and, but, I mean, that's stock for the show. And it's not at the very... It's not till the very end of the season that he sort of decides this is what his purpose is, that he's just going to keep going and do this. Uh-huh. The actual storyline of the season, it's all just personal. Yeah. It's all about tracking down specifically mm-hmm. the people involved involved with his family's death yeah that's all it is yeah at this point he hasn't actually started branching out into the, the general yeah. war on crime yeah. it's just the war on specifically yeah, i like those that. elements Daredevil begins this is punisher begins well it is yeah right? um that's i was i was very interested um approached. you know knowing that he was going to be in this season i was very interested to see how they were going to portray him uh they they definitely they did they went the route of he's a brand new pop-up character mm-hmm. um so, like, I mean, like you said, this is Punisher Begins. This is his origin is yeah. in this. And I was wondering if they were going to do that or if they were going to bring him in as, like, Punisher was around a number of years ago. He kind of fell away for a while. And he's, like, back. And the reason I thought they might go that angle is to put somebody um, in more, the more, same... More grizzled? A little more grizzled, but also sort of in the same league as the kind of stuff that Matt deals with. Guys like... Kingpin guys like I mean in this the the the, the hand uh, yeah the uh, it just it's just that's even been around his, for just a long even time. his conflict with Daredevil yeah. like a man who has been around long enough that he can like he can I mean and this is the the one thing we we both kind of agreed on this we, we talked about it off the cast but I'll touch yeah. on it here um, just his ability to like combat Daredevil one on one yeah. Um, uh, Which like, is like essentially... someone who has, but, but they they played that into oh because he was so good in the military right. rather than he's oh like he's a, been fighting crime he's like for... a military prodigy yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah basically and so so they they kind of just spe- they they kind of accelerated he's like his a, experience level he's that like, way. he was like a uh, he was like a lieutenant uh, Ronald Spears yeah yeah exactly yeah for yeah. those that know <laughs> Band of Brothers Band of Brothers there's yeah. a little bit of a 
crazy off-kilter reference for you there, but if you know anything yeah. about Spears... Yeah. Um, he's a... Yeah, yeah, military... Or, yeah, you combat know, prodigy. He's it, it, just like... <laughs> You know, he's just that good. And, yeah. and and even down to the whole kind of like questionable, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think and I <laughs> and I think this is the one thing to talk about, like how he uh he is able to like fight Daredevil one on one. Uh initially seemed kind of Yeah, like, the actual physical like Like whoa, but Daredevil's fight. like massive. Yeah, I hated that. I hated and, that so much. And the fights were good in terms of like I, I, choreography and like I wish the fight staging had and stuff shown a bit. But it's completely absurd. I and I'm, I'm like okay, Daredevil's still at the start of his game. Yeah, I mean, I mean this. I guess this season takes place not that long after the first season. Daredevil. Yeah, Matt Murdock hasn't been Daredevil for that long. You know, no, um, probably less. He, he's than also a year. not. He's just, he's not a veteran yet. But I mean, I mean, he still you know learned to fight from stick. You know, like, yeah. like he still is a head and shoulders. Well, and up. just his abilities alone, yeah, like his exactly mean that. I wish they had uh, shown a little bit more because I felt. I came across a little bit that Daredevil's ability to like to fight or uh, Punisher's ability to fight Daredevil was based more on his like he physically will not give up. His willpower was to to beat it doesn't Daredevil matter. was greater if, if, than if your ability to like move your body and your skill and stuff is so far beneath somebody else. It doesn't matter how that's unwilling to give up you are. The point is, is that what what you're saying is a great idea, but it doesn't match what they showed on screen. And that's what I'm saying. What I, they I showed, wish they had showed it what more they showed on screen, on screen yeah. was that they were literally like almost on evenly par. matched yeah. for yeah. fighting skill. And yeah. that makes no sense yeah. because fighting skill is all daredevil yeah. has. If you give Punisher the same level of fighting skill, yeah. you're basically completely taking yeah. away the one sort of power that your main yeah. hero has um, because all he does is, is an amazing fighter, partly yeah. because of his yeah. sensory abilities yeah. and whatnot. I mean, Dare- and I his mean training. Punisher definitely had a lot of more tricks up his sleeve, like, versus his willingness to use, like, a gun, even non-lethally, right. in the middle of a fight, that a, to- a tool that Daredevil doesn't have access to. And and, um, and had there been more emphasis on that difference, yeah. I would have been fine with yeah. that. But or the fact is, it's like 90% this, of their fights were hand-to-hand. Even if this fight had taken place later in the story, after, see, Daredevil... Because Daredevil took some serious punishment in this story. Yeah. If this fight had taken later on in the story, yeah. it could have been a little more believable. Right. Uh, but, but no, it was like, know, second episode, right out of the game, now, first time they meet. I'm guessing... <sighs> I'm guessing this is... Um, Daredevil definitely in the Daredevil, in the, in the TV show... Mm-hmm does not have the fighting skill that he has in the comics. You even see him no, when he fights, but, like, hand ninjas, like, later on in right. this. Like, three guys is a tough fight for him, uh, of these ninjas. When the comics, he fights, like, 50 guys at a time. Well, you know, it's it's a completely different okay. scale. But um, part of that also is just bringing it down to a somewhat more realistic, realistic kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. live it's, it's, action. You know, cause, it's hard to choreography 50 dudes in a fight. it's a TV show as <laughs> yeah, opposed yeah, yeah. to a comic book, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's also yeah. Also in the comic books, they do many fights where he fights fifty guys and never touches the ground as he bounces from yeah. the, the, you know. You just but can't I mean, show that but, kind but, of stuff. but what I'm you know. but my point is is that like yeah. you do see him mm-hmm. fighting 
lar- fairly large. So oh, yeah. for for like a movie or TV type of fight scene, you see him fighting oh, like fairly that, large like numbers for, of, for that first season. The the, the hallway fight, yeah, that incredible. Well, and there's a fight. similar there's a there's, there's a, a homeless, there's the stairway the stairway sort of fight, yeah, which this. basically makes it an homage to an homage. But that um, stairway fight is so good. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. All the fight scenes are really good. Even his fight scenes with Punisher are really are really good. good. It was just the fact that they made Punisher be even with him so, in so hand hand combat yeah. is ridiculous yeah. because yeah. it takes away. Your I, one I special wish thing they had that your hero can do. In some something, some little story could be to show, like that the Daredevil was at a slight disadvantage for like an outside reason, yeah. like, po- po- like possibly like inadvertently, Daredevil flashbanged him. You know, th- something something that would have radically altered his ability yeah. to, to fight. But uh, it was know, really but like you said, I it was it. still a very good fight scene. Yeah, know? it was great um, to watch from the perspective yeah. just as a technical. Watching a yeah. watching a great fight scene, um, but I just yeah. I hated the the that fact. But overall, I think uh, definitely Punisher the he, everything like oh, how yeah, they, they put him in the show oh, was, was great. Was, uh, it was amazing, really great, really, really looking happy forward it. to. Really hope. Uh, we'll see and of course, now there's there's talk of him possibly getting his own show, so. which is like then you get into that problem of okay, yeah. well then that would make him the protagonist and that would mean that we have to <sighs> exactly go along, and that exactly. would defeat the whole kind yeah. of yeah. So I I hope that's not the case. But I mean. It, I mean, here, here's would be an interesting take on a Punisher show. Punisher is the main character, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but he's not the character you follow. I would rather it's a character sorry. that is like either nearby him, and or like maybe it's an investigative team that is like following or hunting the Punisher I, or something like that. I also see it as a little bit of it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Everybody loved Captain Jack Sparrow in that, right? Yeah. And then when they did, after the trilogy, when they sort of finished the main sort of storyline. Yeah. And then when they did the fourth movie and they were like, well, we're finished kind of the storyline with the other characters and those and those yeah, actors, and those actors don't really want to do any more yeah. right now anyway. So we'll make Captain Jack Sparrow like the main character. And it didn't work as well. No. He's always, he was better as a supporting character. Playing off. Playing off of yeah. more straight characters. Yeah. And... Like more traditional, yeah. leading hero characters. Um, well, yeah, because in the fourth like movie, the rogue, it was straight up the other way around. Because he's the very he was kind the of main rogue character, and the straight characters played was like, off of him. Was the supporting and that never, character? That's yeah. never quite as it good. It didn't work yeah. as well. And I feel like for for Punisher, it's like yeah, I, I, that's why you know, yeah. like I don't think he should be. Uh, I don't think he should have his own show for that reason. Yeah. Not because he's not good, a, char- a good character, or the actor's mm-hmm. not good. He was great. He was amazing. But I say no. Don't have him be. Uh, main character of his own show just have him show up as a supporting character on like all of yeah, these yeah. shows just have him trickle through because yeah. he's a presence in the area mm-hmm. like you say the whole kind of like how these shows all take place around the sort of central uh, uh, hub of like the Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen. section yeah. of New York and he, so he's part of that area the same way that Daredevil is the same way mm-hmm. that, that Jessica Jones is the same yep. way that Luke Cage is etc so he's always going to be around on the fringes, especially now as a result of this, you know, as we say, this being Punisher Begins, basically, now that he's decided to take that step into making this more of a general uh, war on crime, um, he's going to be around. Yeah. Have him show up, you know, a little bit in, you know, Jessica Jones I mean, season two. Yeah, he can do him show up guest a star bit, and just right? everything. And yeah. just, you know, and depending on how much space you have in the storyline... And, and sort of what you can come up with in terms of uh, how to fit him in. In some of the shows, he might have a bigger part, in some the smaller. But if you have him have too big of a part, 
and especially if you make him a leading character, I feel like you would lose a lot of the power of the character. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like he's just a character that works better mm-hmm. as a as a supporting mm-hmm. character. Uh for this type of thing. Yeah. You know, that that being said, I realize in the comics he had his own yeah. starring headlining comics for many, many, many years. years. I mean, he's had many. And many, they found yeah. a way to make him a leading character. But yeah. I think in cinematic terms, yeah. uh, he no, works best as a as a supporting character. And he's stronger that way. Because then it's more special when he shows up. Mm-hmm. It's like he shows up and you're like, oh, damn, it's Punisher. Yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah. But it's like, if it's just like, oh, yeah, it's Punisher. Yeah. Well, See, obviously so- it's Punisher. It's the Punisher show. It's the one with Punisher. You know, it's not exciting <laughs> if it's the Punisher show. Yeah, yeah. But if you're watching one of the other shows and then he just shows up, it's like, oh, it's going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'd like to see happen. Right. I, I could even see them, them uh, even though it was originally intended as being kind of the 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 you know the uh the sort of four main kind of heroes of of these uh four shows oh uh, the defenders yeah yeah i could even see them maybe kind of ta- like throwing punisher in there a little mm-hmm. bit too as being not necessarily a direct part of the group but maybe being sort of a little bit related like you know he kind of uh has his part to play in the whole thing it's like mm-hmm. they're there trying to do like sort of their like hero thing and and punisher's just like well you know, sometimes you need somebody like me, you know, who's willing to yeah. go that extra step, you know. And so I could even see them inserting him into that to a degree. Um, it is a bit of a shame we will never get, well, I don't say never, but we will probably never get the classic Punisher, uh, like sort of not, I don't want to say origin, but original fight as, because he first appeared in the comics as a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. Like literally a Spider-Man villain at the right. time. Um, and... We will never get that because Spider-Man's never going to be on TV. There will never be a Spider-Man TV show, uh, like MCU yeah. Spider-Man TV show. Uh, yeah, and I, they, I, I, it'll be probably a long time. Well, I don't know. I think they just actually announced I, I, that they're doing a Spider-Man, another Spider-Man movie. I, but I, I can't see them moving this Punisher to the movies. No, I feel so. like I feel like um, though that. I, I can see where you come from, yeah. but for me, I feel like there are two things that don't really go together anyway, and I think the fact that he was originally uh, introduced as being a Spider-Man-related character is really more just an accident of history, Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't really feel well, the characters uh, are really I think the, the original intent was well because they had such uh, opposite, because yeah. the P- Punisher killed bad guys, and Spider-Man, like, is a no kill like, well and very light hearted kind of very light hearted very like it was it was an, it was an, it was an opposites clash kind of yep. kind of like scenario yeah, there, which is very deliberate and, and yeah. also it just maybe happen like i say i feel I like it's like an accident of history it just and, so happened yeah. that whoever was writing spider-man at the time yeah. came up with this idea yeah. for this yeah. character the punisher yeah and it could have been in any series but yeah. it just happened to be because that writer was writing spider-man at the time type of thing right yeah exactly. that's sort of the way yeah. i see it is it's more like an accident of history than anything um jerry conway and john Romita senior yeah because they exactly because that. that was the yeah. creative team on spider-man at the time yeah. right 1974 yeah <laughs> yeah well it was, it was very tied to the vietnam war yeah. era yeah. right so yeah well then that was the interesting because uh, like i was saying i didn't know what kind of character they were going to i wondered if they were going to make him uh, like, what war is he going to be the veteran of? In the same way they brought, I mean, for very obvious reasons, uh, Tony Stark out of yeah, out of uh, Vietnam as well. Out of Vietnam as well. Were they? I mean, obviously they, they were never going to make. Um, that was early Vietnam too, because yeah, yeah. that was like before the actual war. Yeah. Um, because definitely in the comics, depending on what Punisher comics you read, 
sometimes he's he is the Punisher that was in yeah. Vietnam, and he's been at this for a very long time. And sometimes he's but clearly it, 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 a Punisher from yeah. Uh, time has sort of gotten to the like, point now where that's just not not realistic really anymore, no, because. No. Literally, he to would be, be like to be a, <laughs> to be a veteran. Well, you'd be at least in your sixties at this yeah, point. Yeah, to be a, 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 a yeah. Vietnam War veteran, yeah. you know, well into your sixties, probably yeah. closer to seventy, right? Yeah. So, um, it's gotten to a point where um, it's just not really feasible anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so obviously in this case, yeah. well, it's they, they do sort a lot of Afghanistan, Afghanistan and Iraq, Iraq type Iraq, of thing, yeah, exactly. which works perfectly fine. It's yeah. very, it's very timely mm-hmm. because that's still on people's minds, you yeah. know. And, it, and, and I mean, also you could, you got like twenty, well, fifteen years of Iraq War to pick from where you yeah. want the character to start from, you know. Um, all right, yeah. So yeah, Punisher, we both like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, all right, so yeah. Uh, a little last, bit of a last major character here. Yeah. Okay. So obviously that brings us into um, so Elodie Young playing Elektra. Um, so yeah, obviously this is a big deal. It's a character that's been even like more so than Punisher. Even a, very, a character that's very um, closely linked with Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and and sort of you can't kind of think of one without thinking of the other to a large degree no. if you know anything about no. the comics. Um, they're very, they're very intertwined history. This is one where I definitely had very mixed feelings about how it played out in the show. Um, I, I kind of have to, Frank, Frank Miller is very, um, he really loves this character and is very sort of protective of her in some ways, mm-hmm. which sounds kind of creepy because she's not actually a person, but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and, well, he's protective of his works. And, and, but particularly this character has always meant a lot to him. And he claims to this day that he, Marvel, he had a deal with Marvel that after he did the final story, oh, his final right. story with her, where, um, cause you know, she, she was killed obviously yeah. originally brought back, and then killed again yeah. in a final way, but given like a very well, very, she was brought back for a specific story reason. Yeah, and just given, so and she, given know, a very yeah. strong, you know, very special sort of send off ending. Yeah, yeah. He maintained her dead for a while. He maintains <laughs> to this day that that he had a deal with Marvel that Marvel basically more or less had promised that not they were not they would not bring her back and use her again after that. Um, it sounds implausible. Um, but he has never wavered in his insistence that that was the case, and yeah. he's always been very upset about the fact that they brought her back and just kind of used her willy nilly uh, for you know. She, it, it is the, the, even to the point of having like a regular, like her own regular title the, at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which really, the, well, the, I, which I actually read quite a bit of and and actually enjoyed a bunch of. But it definitely, um, it definitely uh, um, dilutes the character a lot. The power. Well, of I mean, the, the big thing about like but, when they they brought her back, all the sort of the stuff they've done brought her back has they've completely removed the like the her and Daredevil like as like their what's it their relationship because there's also that, but like the the interaction that those those characters' history exists mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Just they brought her back and she's just a ninja lady. Yeah, you know, and it's just like. Yeah, you exactly. could have used any. You yeah, you should have exactly. made a And it's new like the fact that they this. would use her yeah. in such a disposable way. Yeah. Um. Knowing that 
how strongly Frank Miller felt about it and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I just feel like that's a bit... It's kind of disrespectful whether there was any actual, like, contractual legal agreement or not that, that actually exists or not. We'll never really know, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Frank Miller insists that, that they had agreed on that, but, you know... I mean, it is what it is. When you create... When you work for a big company and you do work for hire and you create a character, they, the reality they, is, yeah. is that company owns the character and yeah. you can't really do much about it. Yeah. Um, so I... We'll probably never know the full truth of it, but he has always maintained that they that they promised that they would not use her again, yeah. um, and he's always been kind of upset about that. And when um, they announced that she would be a part of this season of the show, uh, his sort of comment on it was that like, well, they can use her on the show, but it's it's not really Electra. It's like yeah. they can they could call her that, but it's not really Electra. Yeah, right. Wow. And, and and I feel like which I mean, as it's a retelling, that's not really the same as bringing somebody back to life. Right. But, but... just let, let me finish. There's a point to why I'm telling this. So when I first heard that, I was just like, oh, I was like, oh, Frank, you're you're, you're pulling an Alan Moore. Here. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. <laughs> say. You're just sounding like a whiny kind of like bitter old you yeah, know yeah, fart. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I was like, I was very kind of just like, ah, well, that's too bad that that he feels that way. But you know, it is what it is. And then I saw the sh- the show, and I was like, "It's like he can't back down." Now. I was like, "Well, I kind of almost have to agree with him. It it was kind of just a lecture in name only, unfortunately." Which, that yeah. being said, there was some good stuff that they did, mm-hmm. and certainly none of it was Elodie Young's fault. She did a great job for the character that she was asked to play. Yeah, but the thing was, is they're just it was so jumbled up, like. Yes. There was so many just, like, things where I was just like, well, why did they do it that way? And and the way... And I realized when you do the... When they do, like, their MCU versions of, of things and and adapt them for, for this new universe, obviously, like, the chronologies and histories don't have to be exactly no. what no. they were because, obviously, that's not ever going to happen. But my problem was is that they basically took all of the elements from the backstory but then they just like mixed them all up yeah, all willy-nilly yeah. everywhere and i was just like i can't wrap my brain around this well, it's, it's it's very much the individual elements were very good and but then how they they meshed them yeah didn't and it was sort of a mess i i felt like certain things they they pushed certain ways just so they could get like okay she's going to become part of the hand in some right. way and like that was like ultimately the end game and it was almost like... And well, they changed so many things up. It eventually got to a yeah. point where I was almost kind of wondering, like, are they even going to go that way? I, because I, thought, I, thought, I was starting I, to get... For a while there, I thought, oh, oh, this isn't going to... I was getting worried because I was like, way, yeah. I was like, at least if it ends with that in that way, at least I can be kind of secure going forward knowing that, okay, like, at least everything ends in the way that it's supposed to. But even that, I started to doubt it because everything was just such a mess. Uh-huh. Um, I really enjoyed all like all the stuff with her and Matt, like yeah. as uh, her as Electra, yeah. Nachos, not that's, as that Electra the Ninja. That stuff was uh, good. Uh, their like relationship and how like yeah. really kind of effed up it was, yeah. and how Matt like knew it but couldn't help himself, right. and, and then, she also kind of knew it yeah. but couldn't help herself. And, and that stuff was all a great. little denial on both sides, and that and, was and that stuff was all great, and that stuff was very true yeah. to like like if you if you read like like Man Without Fear, but, which yes, is kind of yeah. like when Frank Miller came back and kind of did the sort of retrospective like retelling of he basically did like a like what he did with Batman year one. Yeah. He basically yeah, yeah. did with Daredevil. Yeah. It was kind now of like, it was, like it was kind of retelling the early 
was a great the early history story. of Daredevil, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, long after the fact, obviously. Um, great Kubert art, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was good. Um, no, it was um, John Romita Jr. Oh, John Romita Jr. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, like that sort of thing. Like it was very true to that sort of mm-hmm. depiction. And then they had to reveal that. Oh, actually, she already knew Stick. She was working for him the whole time. That and she was whole... sent to, like, artificially, like, start a relationship with Matt as, like, an assignment I from Stick. I didn't understand I was like, what, what the hell that? kind of, like, that is the... Because, in the, and again, like I say, I realize that in the cinematic version, the chronology's not always going to be the same yeah, as yeah. in the comics. But in the comics, she was basically just a normal person when she knew Matt. Yeah. Well, she was, you know she was wild like she yeah. had that inner wildness and that inner yeah, yeah. darkness already but she wasn't you know this like trained ninja and all this yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and and it was only after that that she then went because all the stuff happened with her father being killed mm-hmm. and then she she kind of drifted a bit and then stick found her and stick detected the sort of darkness the potential darkness within yeah. her and decided well i have to train her to prevent that darkness yeah. from going to sort of the side of evil as it were yeah uh, I mean, and then as he was trying to train her, he realized, like, and then it was kind of, oh, this isn't going well. Mm-hmm. And that's when she decided, like, this isn't for me. And she went and joined the hand I instead. Mean, time restraints meant that she had, to, going into the show, she had to have the fighting skills already. They didn't have the time to, so they, they so they, they kind of flipped it. For, no, 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 but we're ta- I'm talking, the, but the flashback. To when they first, she first knew Matt in college. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, the I see. The fact that yeah. it turned out that well, since even she was before a, she, that she had been with Stick since she was a child, right? Which is yeah. completely backwards, yeah. right? Um, and and well, that's because they wanted to tie it into the what is it? The black black rain, black sky, black sky. That's what it was. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's um, like that whole black sky thing, black sky thing, in which they had it started in the first series as well. Yeah, there's like an allusion to it, but it's like... Because well, they, 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 remember they opened that canister in the first yeah, season? They opened like that, that thing sort and there's of just a kid sitting in there? Yeah, and I mean, it seems to be something to do with like, it's... But there was no, but the thing is, is they didn't pay it off this season either. No, I mean... Which it, was which is what I thought it was going to pay off and I mean, they didn't... I mean, this kind of gets a little bit into spoiler maybe, but... but Okay, we'll say spoiler here for for, yeah, yeah, for a, yeah. at least a minute. I mean, we, we've been going at this long enough. We could start into a little spoiler talk. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll say spoiler for here for a minute because it ends up that they decide, you know, it's revealed that, like, uh, Electra supposedly is this Black Sky thing. Yeah. Which is some sort of, like, weapon, kind of, but also it's, like, the sort of, like, demonic kind of ele- uh, well, like, presence like, or element that the hand worships. And, and I, I think it's, like, a, a two-part thing, which is where that, like, vague. weird vessel comes from yeah. where, like... It's a combination of like uh, uh, the the person is the vessel for this demon, yeah. and then they're gonna and then that's what the blood is for, and they're gonna put it inside. Well, like at the end at the end of the season where Electra's in. Well, that I think that's there. that's just I, okay. I didn't read it that way. I read it as that's just because they're gonna bring her back. That's as, just the hands like resurrection, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, voodoo yeah, stuff, yeah. right? But like specifically, like resurrecting the a black sky was like it's like like they're they're like yeah they're like big mojo well, character. Right, you know, but I didn't really see it that way. I saw it more as just kind of like that they were preparing for the need of it or whatever. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they had already they make it, they make it clear characters. that they've that they've yeah. resurrected people before yeah. because they had the whole thing with the, yeah. the one hand member that where where they they oh they find, interrogate they're, him they're, and... where they're like he's already had an autopsy done on him yeah, before yeah. yeah and it's like you know yeah 
he's already been dead before yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. but um, well, yeah. it's it interesting they went that they went that angle, and also they definitely made the hand members um, well far less um, well far less committed to their cause than they are in the like comic, but also like far less mystical. Like in the comic, well, like, they keep it more in the background. More it's there, yeah, but yeah. but like in the comic, like the the like the resurrected hand when Daredevil kills him, they turn to ash. Yeah, like like they kept it a little more grounded, which well, is very well, appropriate. It's not a comic book yeah, world. Yeah, it's yeah a which is very appropriate for this. So. But I was I was interested when they started going there, and they yeah. definitely indicated that it would be the hand. Like I was wondering how far are they going to go with this? Yeah. Are they going to keep it a little more grounded? And I'm glad they did because it. I mean, there was enough. They well, did enough of the mystical stuff that yeah. Matt was like. Okay, what's come, going come on, on here? Like, like this is all right, weird. this isn't like. You, yeah. Stop trying to sell me a line. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is also like you know uh, why Stick was never able to get through to him because yeah. like Stick knows the truth behind all He's this absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, and Matt is just like, nah, 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 come on yeah. now, you know. But anyways, uh, just finishing up with 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 Electra. So, yeah. so I mean, that was my problem. Is I just felt like okay. I knew that there was going to be changes and things restructured and stuff, but I just felt like it was kind of a mess. Yeah, I just a, felt like they didn't really sloppy. know what they yeah. wanted to do, mm-hmm. and and by and I felt like a lot of the the mix the mix ups of the backstory and stuff seemed a lot of it seemed to be very arbitrary, and yeah. I didn't really feel like there was a good reason for it. And to me, it's more well, it's stronger for me if the character was more of a normal person who later kind of got yeah, sort yeah, yeah. of uh, corrupted or got. And they they play they play the, the like the destiny hand a little yeah, too heavy yeah. over and over and, and over and, again and, on and her it, and it especially the thing that bugged yeah. me the most was the idea that her whole her whole relationship original relationship with Matt when they were back in college and stuff was that like all been basically a yeah. setup and it was like yeah, I, I felt that was that was I was bad, like that yeah. is ridiculous yeah. well that takes away so was, much of like the fact but that, at the same time it did allow them to have no, no, the I mean, story arc yeah. like the story part where they both kind of oh uh, they but towards the end they like. Re- they both like re- like rejected that the setup and like no we're, they, we're their feelings this. for each other were genuine at the time yeah, yeah. Uh, because even though it, it was, is a bit of a trope supposed no. to be, but I just trope, I was yeah. just like first of all it's such a cliche to do that yeah. and secondly I was just like it was just unnecessary yeah uh, for the and it just hurt the characters as far as I was concerned um, my only initial worry was uh, when they first introduced her um, just uh, her presentation as Electra was not. Um, was, again, and this is, you know, of course, because I you know, have a, a pre-image in my head from the comics. She didn't come across as um, kind of, I want to say like, um, I say glamorous, but as as like powerful uh, a person as she as, as like as she is in the comics. Like she seemed, and, and again, this is you know because she's kind of a new character and and yeah. not. Um, but like for example, how um, we're talking about Batman versus Superman last week, how um, Wonder Woman as um, Diana Prince mm-hmm. comes across. She comes across as there's a there's a, a power and confidence to mm-hmm. that character that that I, I feel Elektra has that wasn't in this. Okay, and so I was I felt yep. like, and that's why, and I was like, oh, but she's just starting out, right? But then when they did the rollback and no, right. she's been... And I was like, oh. But, so she's one part like yeah. this like destined death machine <laughs> and one part kind of just a spoiled rich girl. Yeah. and But also one part like uh, uh, this 
torn character with this very intriguing relationship with Matt, which is like really all the, the best parts of that right. character were all the stuff okay. with torn Matt. So, and it was it was like I said, the connecting thread was bad. Yeah, so I agree. I agree with everything that you said. My only expansion on that would be to say that, uh, to a lesser degree than the fact that this season was Punisher Begins, yeah, this season also kind of was Electra Begins, yeah, because I feel like that powerful presence of also uh, Electra ends that powerful <laughs> presence Electra that you're sort of talking about, yeah. I feel like that's really when she's fully accepted. Mm-hmm. who and what she really is and is yeah. willing to go the full distance. I guess that's true, yeah. And that's where we haven't really gotten to that yet. That and, would be kind of the next stage. And, and that's sort of like... That's, I, I, that's, the, ele- that's the electorate who's completely confident mm-hmm. in, in who and what she is, has no doubts about what she's doing, Yeah, and that's the electorate that takes over leadership in the hands, hands yeah. you know? Um, and, and, and that's kind of... They haven't got there yet. Yeah. Right? Which is... Uh, you know, we're still under the the bubble of of, of spoilers yeah, here, yeah. but um, you know, her her death and and you know, obviously her, her comic book you know resurrection, and then you know she becomes uh, head of the hand and tries to use the hand for uh, more noble things, but of course, ultimately the the old power of the hand mm-hmm. you know d- d- you know corrupts right. her. Yeah, um, uh, she turns to the dark side. Uh, <laughs> um, is uh, the way they end this season, there has to be a Daredevil. There has to be a season three. Yeah. Like, unless they wrap how this season ends into the Defenders. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, you given, know, given, how, how is... Because how, like, what happens to Elektra? The sort Do we of, just never find the out? The old Do guard we... of, like, with, like, Nobu yeah, right, yeah. running the hand and stuff. And the fact that they they dispense with that, you He's, know, Stick finally yeah. is able to kill him. Yeah. And, well, presumably. Um... Again and uh, kill him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, he seems come back like, from like that, you say. Cuts his head off. Stick seems to know how this stuff works, yeah. and he seems pretty confident that Nobu can't come back from that. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, give him the benefit of the doubt and assume that that's the case. Yeah, um, it's a fitting end, anyways, yeah. for the character. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, basically, my my feeling would be that okay, the next thing it would be they 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 resurrect for Electra. She takes control of it and like you say it's that thing of like you know she tries to sort of do things differently but at the same time she's kind of fully embraced Mm -hmm. the fact that she is a killer and you know things aren't and then of course the big kind of offshoot of that um is eventually uh becoming the lead assassin for the kingpin and everything that happened and bullseye comes into play and all that stuff so that seems to be kind of where things are pointing Mm -hmm. towards because again, they they've been really spacing things out. They didn't, even though Elektra is such an important part of uh, Daredevil's sort of history and stuff. They, other than a brief kind of Easter egg mention of her in season one, uh, they didn't have her at all in that. And then you know they saved it up for season two. Yeah. And again, like that, I can sort of see where they're kind of saving. Yeah. Like. You know, a lot of people were just like, "Oh, I can't believe they haven't done Bullseye yet." And it's just like, "No, you got to save, save it." it yeah. You know, you don't do everything. Mm-hmm. Don't try to do everything too fast. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, so I think season three is definitely. You know, we could be getting into that area yeah. of. I mean, you know, the clash that you can have in season three. Electro returns with the hand. Daredevil's got to deal with that. You have the the Kingpin who you know comes back in this a little bit in this season. 
uh, clash with the Punisher. Like, the, the promise, the Punisher's promise of yeah. the clash. Oh, that's... I know. totally forgot about that. I mean, that's another thing that's completely you know, set up for the future. Yeah, yeah. That has and then introduce, introduce, introduce Bullseye, like... As, like, well, you Bullseye's have, you like have the, a hell of an explosive season. Well, and I, I feel like Bullseye would be the wild card in all that. Oh, yeah, exactly. He'd be the one that just, like, yeah. like okay... We well, expect I this seen, to go this way. We expect this to go this I way. We expect this to go way this seen, way. Bullseye comes in and screws all that up I because he gets all in the mix. Bullseye coming know? in under the kingpins. Um, you know, he's the kingpins man that goes off the rails. Yeah. Um, uh, more so than uh, um. Uh, well, the whole thing was over. Basically, like the fight was over. Who gets to be yeah. the Kingpin's lead assassin? Lead assassin, yeah, right. Because yeah. I, I can't see Electra coming back. I can't see uh, the Kingpin embracing the hand, or vice versa, in any way. I can definitely see those sides being at odds with each other to some degree. Uh, yeah, in, in in the in the next bit of story, well, but anyway. I'm, but I'm yeah. sure they can figure out a way to make oh, it yeah, all yeah. kind of fit. Yeah. Anyways, this is all just expect, uh, yeah. uh, you know, speculation well, the, for the, the potential the future. They have so much to work with. Exactly, it's, that's it's, all I'm saying. They have a lot to work with. Uh, yeah, so, um... Yeah, so yeah. that was my feeling about that. Yeah. Like I said, um, it was, you know, it just came down to some odd choices uh-huh. in how they, uh, in, in how they played out the, the storyline. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, for the most part it worked. Like you say, like, the scenes with her and Matt were all good. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I think Elodie Young was good in the role. I just feel like she was playing a part, she was playing the part that she was, that was written for her and that she was yeah. hired to play... So oh no no she the, can't the be actress blamed. did a great job. She can't yeah, be blamed did it, for, for uh, any of uh, you know stuff that I uh, had issues. Much with. like much like pretty much everyone else in this show, the the actors are amazing. Uh, uh, speaking of amazing actors, um, that's my little segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah into into uh, side going into characters a couple, here. A couple, well, just a couple of the characters have guests. a smaller part. <laughs> Characters that we are yep. familiar with from the first season, but they have mm-hmm. a smaller part. Yeah. Um, so we have Rosario Dawson's Claire yeah, Temple that's character. Temple. Yeah. Um, gets a little bit kind of more to do in this season, I think, mm-hmm. even though it's still a very small part. Yeah. Smaller part, but more active. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in the first season, her purpose was basically just like, oh, Matt gets hurt yeah. as Daredevil, mm-hmm. and she patches him up, and yeah. she's kind of like a little bit of a uh, of a confidant that he can like be honest with about his uh about um his extracurricular activities kind of thing that he's trying to hide from his friends um because he doesn't really have a choice obviously she's the one patching him up she knows what he's doing yeah um this season she got to be a little bit more of her own character she got to kind of be a little more active in her own things the whole kind of like standing up for like what's right and and her quitting the hospital and stuff because the whole thing with like the cover up and all that yeah. stuff, so like she she got some really interesting stuff to do, and mostly I mean just she, Rosario Dawson's just really good. Oh yeah, like her performance. Well, she's off amazing. to be the nightmare now. It was such a small part, but her for, for her performance is so good. Because she's definitely the I mean so far has been the string between Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Well, and yeah, I have no doubt it, yeah. she will be in Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Defenders. Like uh, as far as I know, she's already listed under the cast for oh that, for so. all of those. Yeah, but yeah. again, I'm I'm assuming that it's similar to what she's done so yeah, far, yeah, yeah. which is. You know, she's got quite a strong... She's a superhero doctor. She has quite a strong career, and, yeah. and I feel like um, 
She's probably a little busy oh, yeah, to really yeah, yeah. be doing like main roles. Oh no, no, no! But, but appearing in like a single episode in a series, lucky, series is but not. It's, a... We're lucky that they were able to get you know obviously that I mean, she's she interested a couple to do of it episodes this season that she was interested enough to sort of do it and uh-huh. fit it in around I'm sure all the other things that I'm sure she's doing. Yeah, and and basically show up and and put in you know 100 percent and just like you know oh just great yeah great great performance and it was really cool it was really cool that they had a little bit of a. A reference to uh, what she did in, in Jessica Jones with yeah. helping out with Luke Cage and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, that was really cool. Well, they love to do that stuff in these shows. Yeah, but well, they always well, do it. They keep it so it's subtle, subtle, though, like yeah. because well, it's subtle enough that if you haven't seen the other thing, you're not confused. It's just yeah. it's just almost a throwaway in that case. Yeah, some, it, it's, know, it's almost stuff. kind of like oh, which is the best way. to I do I almost that wish stuff. that they would have more connection, but at the same yeah, time, yeah. well, they even uh, they even mentioned Jessica Jones by name too yeah. as well. And, yeah. and oh like, well, and, and, and I mean Jerry Hogarth is also in this yeah. as well. Uh, um, Karen Moss comes back that, as Jerry Hogarth. Yeah. yeah, but the big one, of course, is Vincent D'Onofrio uh, as Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin again. I was not expecting that. No, I had no idea he was in this season. <laughs> blew my mind. I because when when they yeah. sent when they sent uh, Punisher Frank, to jail when Frank went to jail, I thought that was just the end of the Frank run. I know. <laughs> well, I thought it was just going to be like a pause on it, and I knew that there was going to be something with him in jail. But I mean, I remember a lot of the classic Punisher comics. Yeah, yeah. there was always a part where, like, I even asked because you were further ahead on the series than I oh, was yeah, yeah. at one point before. Like, I did the big kind oh, of right. marathon to yeah. catch up, and I even asked you straight up. I was like, "Look, man, I don't want any actual like full on spoilers." Because I know you're further in on the season than me, but just tell me: does does Punisher go to jail at some yeah, point yeah. during the season? And you were like, "Yes," and I was like, "Good, that's all I want and to see, know." Because my, it's a classic. My element. thought of him going to jail was, yeah. and why at the very like at the eleventh hour there he was like, "No, I'm guilty. Send me to jail." Yeah. Was I assumed because this is how they've also played it in the comics, yeah. old old and new, yeah. is. There was somebody in jail that he wanted to get to yeah. that was responsible he, that he couldn't get to without being in Which jail. Which is ultimately what the case was. was. It's just that the we didn't realize we didn't, there was that a fisk there was element also that the punch element or yeah. the, the the kingpin element. Kingpin element. So yeah. when he goes and then they're like they're like oh setting did I just say the whisk element? <laughs> the it's whisk. the Wilson fisk whisk. whisk the whisk. <laughs> but but when he goes in there, it's a superhero name. And then there's this sort of thing of like that he's he's gonna go and meet with somebody, and I was like. I was like, oh, I see. They're going to do like a, you know, like the way that like, oh, Superman sometimes is on Supergirl. Kind of. Kind of. But like you never really see him. (laughs) It's just some dude like, Mm -hmm. it's like an extra, you know, in a Superman suit that they usually see a glimpse of occasionally. And I was like, okay, it's going to be like one of those kinds of things. And then he goes into like the the room and then you see kind of like the bald head pop or like the guy lifting weights Mm -hmm. and the bald head pop up. And I was like. Oh, they're doing like a like they're they're doing a tricky thing where like they just have like you get the voiceover. They got like a it. big bald guy, yeah. and and it's like they're they're doing like a like oh it's it's Kingpin, but obviously they couldn't get this Nerofia back, so it's just like you'll see some double like body double from behind or something. And then he stands up and turns around and yeah. starts talking. And I was like, oh my god! Yeah, they got Vincent D'Onofrio for a second season. I could not believe it. Yeah. It blew me away. And then. He was amazing. Yeah. Oh my god! Like how good was he? And then, yeah. and then. Well, I mean, as good as he was in the first. As season, good as he was, was in the first season, but I just wasn't expecting it. So maybe that's mm-hmm. what made it seem even better. Um, Probably one of the most um, 
like considering he was kind of the other, looks, other than Rosario Dawson, the only he known looks actor. Bigger now, doesn't he? Didn't he look bigger to you? He's turning into the king. Vince Nofro is yeah. turning into the kingpin. Like I remember yeah. in the first season. I don't know if they CG'd him in, or what. In the but, first season, Jesus. it was like, oh, he was a big dude. But of course, you have in your mind that thing of like, well, obviously, how it's, impossibly it's large unre- he is. It's, in the yeah, comic. it's unrealistic yeah, yeah. to have somebody the size that he is in the comics. Yeah, yeah. But it, but you know, they, he's decently big dude. And it's like, in this appearance, he's almost getting there. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he looks even bigger. Um, And I'm sure it's just, like, my mind playing tricks on me because he's just bigger than everybody else. But he just, he looks massive. And he's just so powerful. And that voice that he uses for this character, and and just, and and that Clearly somebody said, like... Okay, remember when you played that role in the cell? Yeah. We need that again. <laughs> and and that like restrained like where he's holding the sort of uh anger and like just that insane rage yeah, where yeah. he's just barely holding it check and then every so often it explodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, just well, that thing that he does. Well, oh, so well, well right at the end when he's going to let Punisher mm-hmm. or he will do let Frank free. Yeah. And then, like, Frank attacks him. Yeah. And that, like, that is a very one-sided fight. Yeah. Like, like, that is, that is just, just, Punisher lets him hit, or, yeah. or, or, Kingpin lets him hit him a bit. Yeah. And then just, like, one hand which, just. Which, again, <laughs> brings us, brings you back to the, then, then how, how was, was it that Punisher was sending up to Daredevil straight off? It's, you know what? Because it, Daredevil defeated uh, Fist but that's, in that's, combat. That's before in the first Kingpin season. got in his. Hardcore prison regiment that's true. now. That's true. That's because, a good point. Because in the comic, like Kingpin good. often could just like if he got a hold of Daredevil, yeah. like just like throw him but away. He, like, but he didn't. No, yeah, that's that the, the point, thing, right? Yeah. So, anyways, um, anyways, that's, yeah. we're getting off topic again. Yeah. But my point is, it's just that it was amazing. Yeah. And then Cherry on the top of so so him showing up for that episode and being like the main guest star for yeah. that entire episode. Yeah, uh, that's like that's the whipped cream. Yeah. Then you get the cherry on top of the whipped cream. Of the scene with him and Matt, Matt later meeting, on meeting so with him yeah. in the in the prison. Oh my god! I think that that scene may have been one of my favorite scenes of like two characters meeting and talking that I've ever seen in my life. Wow! Like that was insanely good. Mm-hmm. Their interaction and stuff, and and the and the sort of like the cat and mouse of like of like oh I, I've got the advantage, and yeah. it's like no I've got the and then like. It was like it eventually got to the point where, because Matt was like, "Oh, I've you know felt like oh I've got the advantage because like I know about Vanessa, and yeah. I can make sure that you never see her again." And and you know Matt really breaking out the the big guns in terms of of how to really emotionally go after yeah, Fisk. Yeah, yeah. And then for Fisk, it's just like that doesn't even matter because then that just I can just kill you. That just breaks <laughs> that just breaks the wall open of the, the rage wall open, yeah, yeah. and then he just flips his lid yeah. and just starts smashing Matt's face yeah. into the table. Well, because he was not prepared for that. Like no, was, he did not think that's how it was going to go. Yeah. And and so well, because it's at that point oh, that Matt man. really it's like up until then Matt. Yeah, uh, did not realize Fisk how, is dangerous on a completely different well, level. Also, on how like, like this he this this is this is the kingpin's house now. Well, this is not a prison. And also, this is the kingpin's house. And also that that <laughs> yeah. that he can't just logically approach it. He can't yeah, just say, yeah. "Well, if I set this up, then this will result." And it's like, well, no, we don't know that anymore because. Kingpin doesn't play by the rules like yeah, that. Yeah. Kingpin uh, will will just completely lose his mm-hmm. brain yeah. to to the to the madness and the rage yeah. and just do things 
you know, because of the emotion, emotionally, uh, without really thinking about the actual like intellectual consequences, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Uh, that was amazing. Well, that was always his weakness, right? It's a weakness, but it's yeah. also what makes the character interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott Glenn was good as Stick again. Yeah, I, I think that was real. Um, it's a great part. I mean, he doesn't I mean, really definitely Scott Glenn like, like just. He just, I mean, not, not to say anything bad about Scott Glenn, like he's, mm-hmm. he's a good actor, but definitely channeling the David Carradine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? he's, he's such an asshole, though. Like, I really <laughs> like, is, I like not... how, like, he he has like this like foul mouth. He doesn't like he's he doesn't care what people think. No, no. He's well, it's doing... like he's like, look, there are things like because he's dealing. And, which is what one of those like kind of like there's probably the sort of the most fantastical thing about Daredevil is mm-hmm. like. What Stick knows, mm-hmm. what Stick deals with, yeah. is like on this weird level yeah. that's kind of so far above the rest of the right. show, you wonder why it's even included? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's equivalent... Well, it gives him you know, a bit of an otherworldly yeah, exactly. quality, yeah. similar to like like uh, like Madame Gao. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where, where like you never... Who really also made it, was back in this... Briefly, yeah. Briefly. Where like you never quite know where they <laughs> so stand. Good. Where you never quite know where they stand, because yeah. they're kind of this... They have this otherworldly quality. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't really belong to this world that yeah. we... We can't really wrap our brains no. around how they like, think. He he has to deal with you, but he has more important stuff yeah. to deal with, and no, wishes you would stop bothering him. It's not really very yeah. much like the way that the characters in the comics. Oh no, no! But it's an interesting take. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it works, uh-huh. and I think it works because of Scott Glenn's performance yeah. in it. Oh yeah, like, he's he really he's commits to that grumpy, grumpy, he commits so to that grumpy. performance, and, and it was great. I really liked seeing that. I also liked um, what's his name as as uh, as uh, who becomes. I guess Karen Page's second boss there. The, the oh, the editor. reporter guy. Yeah, oh, the editor uh, of the, it, uh, the paper. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the cast here. Is that Mitch Ellison? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Cantor. Yeah, it is Jeffrey Cantor. Yeah, yeah, I believe oh. so. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was I, good. Because I, I, he's always good. It, it, it is a problem. Like I, I do again feel like we without, said because well, they with, killed what's his name. Yeah, and without Ben, they killed Ben Erich. And I'm like, oh, he's playing the Ben Erich. Well, and also <laughs> it kind of feels like without Ben. It was like you weren't really going to see that guy yeah, again, again either, yeah, right? Yeah. And so now the fact that they've tied Karen into that, mm-hmm. and so you kind of get to see him more. Yeah. That was kind of cool because he was yeah. he was good in the yeah, first season. Exactly, he was good yeah. this time around too. Um, the other sort of minor character that I really liked is um, again like very few appearances, but uh, Melvin Potter. Melvin Potter, yeah, yeah, for which sure. is uh, Matt Gerald, is the I, actor who yeah. plays him. And uh, I think that was great. Their use of him is great. He's really good. Um, He's, again, yeah. it's sort of interesting because I know I kind of complained about how they, they messed with the chronology of, of Electra's backstory. But again, like with, with Melvin Potter, they've kind of – they've sort of reversed it a little bit because yeah. in the comics he starts as a villain. Yeah. And then he sort of – and then – because he's, he's always making references to um, – who, who's the – like his wife. His wife. It's like his wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to remember. Like, yeah, yeah. But, what's her name? Um, I don't remember now. Yeah. But he's always making references call, to her. Just, like, he just says her name. Everything's just, just about her. protecting her. her and, yeah. and that's why like, he was originally working for for Fisk's organization in the yeah. first season and stuff. That's the only reason he was doing it. Because he's not like a terrible person. But it's no. just he was doing it because you know they were threatening to hurt her type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in the comics, he actually starts as a villain. Yeah. And it's like when he gets I mean, into this sort of like relationship, love, actual sort of loving relationship, and that's sort of what helps to kind of reform him. Yeah, and and also just that he wants to be a better person, honestly. Yeah. And then again, it's much as it's seen in here, where he basically mm-hmm. makes uh, Daredevil's you know gear, gear and, and stuff, suit yeah. and stuff like that, because um, that's what he does. 
Um, it's definitely like I'm, I was. He, he, I was consistently wondering, like, you know, in the the, he, yeah. the villain that he was in the comics, he was called the Gladiator. Yeah, and you'll see him on the show sometimes playing with like the little sort of saw blade things, well, which is what whenever his he, he gets his, his suit. he gets a sort of um, not his his temper up, but when something kind of bothers him, yeah. he, he he the skill saw blades because he had yeah, them on his the wrists, old saw blades. Yeah, yeah, and he, he'll like like if something's up, he'll like. Like pick yeah. one up or grab and one and hold see, it. It's almost like comforting in a way. You actually him. see in his workshop there sometimes. You'll oh, see like yeah. they ha- he has like the, diagrams, the and diagrams stuff. and plans and stuff yeah. for the gladiator suit. Yeah. Um, there's also on the wall. There's uh, like the gauntlet that he and has and yeah. for the stilt man. The stilt man also. Is also, in there. I also there's, saw... there's plans and stuff <laughs> for, that, for that. Stilt man, the character that we will never um, see helpfully. <laughs> no, that's more of one of those kind of Easter eggy things. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I just think he's great. Like I love that. I was wondering if they were going to do it element of um him being pushed into being sort of not the gladiator but something close to it this season well i feel like or if they're going to do that or they're just gonna i feel it like lie. it's a bit of a slow burn like yeah, they're, yeah. they're building towards that more slowly because like at some point is he gonna have to rescue D- daredevil yeah well i feel like the obvious know? thing is gonna be that like his wife or whatever that something does happen then, to her and yeah. that's what puts him over the yeah. edge yeah. right because everything that he does is all about protecting her yeah you know so yeah for sure. It's because even going over, like betraying Kingpin's organization and, and going over to help in Daredevil, he does that because Daredevil basically promises that he can he can protect her, and and you know and since Melvin wants to be a good, mm-hmm. you know he's he's willing to go in that direction. But of course, if something were to ha- bad were to happen, I mean he'll no question go right over the deep end. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen at some point, uh, which would be sad. Because I really like the character, but you know, yeah. that's cool. But that's drama for you. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just the very last thing I want to mention is, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Carrie Ann Moss does show up as Jerry Hogarth from. Yeah. From that was actually Christmas that was Jones a big surprise. I had was, absolutely that was no idea that was coming. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know either. Um, that's one of those cool little cameo things. And then mm-hmm. I, I liked how they tied it in where she offers uh, Foggy a job, a job. Yeah. With, with with the whole Murdoch Nelson Murdoch being mm-hmm. kind of done. Um, so yeah, we, it really sets us up for an interesting kind of uh, where the next whether the next evolution of these characters is yeah. next season. Or now whether, that we also or we also have extra, or, we have now you know. like characters that are all like Frank and stuff that are not uh, clearly shown. They're exclusive to Daredevil, yeah. so like, are they going to be in stuff? Yeah, um, yeah. Should uh, well, I'd be I'd be, be really interesting to see. Well, because later this year is is uh, Luke, Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, and there was a little, early next uh, year is. Did you see the little um Yes, yeah, yeah. The little mini teaser, teaser yeah. thing for Luke Cage at the very end there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was neat. But uh yeah, so I resolved I was fingers crossed that's I was be like, good. I'm not gonna watch that little teaser until I actually get to the end of yeah, the, se- of the season. Yeah. Because I was like, that's the way that they want us to see it, because it's like a le- an extra little tag at the end. Uh-huh. And so I, I I held out and I waited. But yeah. Um so that's that's our discussion on yeah. uh so um, I'm Presumably, we'll probably do you know Iron, the rest of these as well. Yeah, Iron, I kept wanting to say Iron Man, Luke Cage, Luke Cage and Iron Fist when yeah. those come out, and unless yeah. we really no. hate them, no, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> special yeah. short episode. Don't watch that show. Yeah, uh, but you know, I, yeah, I very they seem unlikely. to be all kind of yeah. fitting into that general world yeah, pretty they're, well. They're quite quality. Yeah, um, so we'll see. Uh, so. Really interested to see because with, with Daredevil, it's kind of this constant. Ev- evolution forward mm-hmm. where it's like they're introducing these major elements like first season is all about him and and wilson fisk and yeah. the second season is all about 
bring Punch in, bring in Punisher, bring in Elektra, yeah. you know, and then this this season gives so many hints as towards the direction that they can go in. Like, what are they going to do with I'm really Cage wondering. with Jessica Jones? Yeah, well, especially because with Jessica Jones season two, I'm really curious as to what they're going to do because they're going to be doing like, like oh, a, it's, a totally new storyline because yeah. they really tie everything up quite neatly in yeah. season one. Um, That's why I was actually surprised when they, well, sort of surprised when they said they were going to do season two, but also not being that it was immediately so popular. Well, I think yeah, yeah. it was just because people liked it, so yeah. that's why it got renewed. But yeah. but uh, but yeah, like I'm really curious as to that because I really have no idea which direction they're going in with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with Daredevil, you can really kind of see it coming because yeah. they foreshadowed it so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, so um, so that that's all for this week. Um, next week we're going to be for a couple episodes we're going to have a couple of uh just just normal movie casts where mm-hmm. we uh we pick a movie to watch and and uh, talk about it we just got to figure out what to what to review next week yeah um maybe go back to something a little bit older again yeah after we've done some such, some real more such recent, recent stuff, stuff yeah. maybe go back to something yeah. old i don't know yeah um but uh if you got any suggestions yeah. uh throw throw it up on the on the facebook or or comment on the soundcloud yeah you can comment right here on soundcloud yep say do what? such yeah. and such, whatever. Yeah, and, and we'll be, be like, like, "No, we don't like that movie." Yeah, uh, no. Uh, we'll, we'll, we, we'll, we should do a movie that we don't like sometime. Just like, just to see, like, we what... did. It was called The Box. That was like episode four. <laughs> I think it was a little later than that, but yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, but that's different because I hadn't seen it. Yeah, and I didn't know. Yeah, I thought I also might, like, it wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't like we didn't. It wasn't like we hated. Well, it. I'm not sorry that I watched it just because. I would have always wondered yeah. if it was good or not. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Whereas um, now, like, I... T- tune in, now I know. Go back and listen to that episode to hear our thoughts yeah. on that, you know. Besides, I mean, I would have missed out... Not in the end. It's not the worst movie I would have missed out on a few things that I liked about it mm-hmm. that I would never have seen otherwise. Yeah. So, I mean, there is that. But, yeah, overall, it was pretty disappointing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll admit, uh, that. I'll admit that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, thank you all for, for listening to this episode. Uh, thanks everyone who listens to, to the episodes and, uh, who take the time to, to download and, uh, uh, follow us on, on SoundCloud and uh, Facebook. Like the episode. Like the episode. Uh, I guess, I guess that's it. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see you next week. Uh, till then. My name, I'm Chris. Seven. Cheers. <laughs>